Good morning, Eddie Koffeltz. Happy Tuesday. Oh, is it Tuesday? Tuesday. It's Groundhog Day. Okay. Tuesday, February. What's the date? You know, I it's don't know. It's February 2nd. We have it long is... been waiting for 2-2-2-0-2-1, Annie. Yes. Yes, I have. This I is certainly the... have. Oh, this is a big day. It's. Are you talking about because Groundhog's Day or because it's my sister's birthday? I was talking about your sister's birthday. I what know. Did you... Happy birthday, <laughs> Sally. <laughs> Sally. I don't know that I knew her name was Sally, and that oh, is such a perfect wonderful. sister name. She's the best of us. Sally, Annie. Yeah. Oh, and those then, are great. Yeah, there's yeah. a handful of others. But um, yeah. okay, so also, book. yes, there's a chance my book releases today. Annie, okay, this is wild. Uh, I know you've done this a few times, but like, I have. It's, but never like this. Never, so, never this one. So I've seen pictures of people with it in their hands. So there's been sort of like some build up to it. Right. I just am going to start asking you questions. Is that yeah, okay? Yeah, fine. Sure. We sure. should have really restarted the show, like where I just started. <laughs> dun, 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 but dun, dun. do you think the groundhog will see a shadow? I. What's the best case scenario? Best case scenario is he does see a shadow, and we ha- hold on. I'm going to ask the internet again. I think it's one of them. We get six more weeks of winter, and one of them we don't. No, no way. We're going right into spring. You think? Yeah. I do. Okay. And I normally I'm very pessimistic about things and I always think winter is coming, but nope, I think mm-hmm. we got I think we got what do you think? So if he does I assume it's a he. I actually don't know what what the groundhog what he, the gender of the current groundhog is. The groundhog actually hasn't chosen its pronouns, so we just call it a groundhog. <laughs> uh if he if if they the groundhog. see their, if the groundhog sees the groundhog's shadow yeah. Six more weeks of winter. If the groundhog does not see the groundhog's shadow, early spring. Surely early spring. Surely the Lord will be gracious to us. <laughs> and that's just science. Annie. Yeah, 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 yeah. Everything right. about Groundhog Day is scientific. Yeah. What a weird thing for us to celebrate and hang on to so hard. Okay. Yes. Especially though, I think you and I care about it less because I think someone in Minnesota is like, I need hope because oh, it has sure. been it has been cold since March and I don't uh-huh, know how uh-huh. to I I I even if it's a little rodent uh, who how do you even know if it sees its shadow or not uh-huh, that's the uh-huh. other question who can definitively right. say whether this animal has seen a shadow <laughs> right? well, I think everyone can see the shadow if he sees his own shadow right I mean everyone's Where standing around the... there's a guy in a top hat remember there's always a guy in a top yes, hat yes yes where is the source of light that causes the shadow? It's the sunshine. If the sun oh. causes a shadow, uh, six more weeks of winter, if it is cloudy and he does not see his shadow, spring arrives early. Okay. So would you like know... to know the accuracy of uh, Groundhog? Oh, I'm, you're, I'm you 100% have a in. Uh, I would say How it's probably. How accurate is it? Surprisingly accurate. I'm going to go 70% accurate. <laughs> no, 35 to 40% accurate. Uh, okay, so this is <laughs> junk science. <laughs> I've never known that number, and that is so stupid that so we is, listen to punks to Tawny Phil. It is actually 35%. worse than a f- flip of a coin. <laughs> You'd right. be better off flipping a That's coin. That's right. You're better off. And actually, I'm looking at more pictures, and there's a lot of people in top hats 
all hoping that he will be right three out of 10 years. I think to myself, how have I seen this so much? And why is Bill Murray also a part of my memory of uh-huh. this? But That's of course, of the movie, yeah. So, but they, the thing that makes this so asinine is I, when I asked the very silly question of where's the shadow come from? And you said the sun and you said it in a sweet way, but I could also tell it was sort of like you saying like, uh, the sun. No, I think um, that's a fair question when you're, it's not something we think around for, right, right. for this. But don't they already know then? Cause they can already see or not see their own shadows. So right. really wow. this is. Is it cloudy out? Okay, here's what's going to happen in the ceremony that's happening in 45 minutes. But sure, strike up the band. Let's yes. get the little rodent in a box and put on your top hat and your tails. Yes. I mean, yes. this is asinine. Yeah. Okay. While you're going to keep cussing, I'm going to read you another word. Did I'm going to spell word? another word. Asinine. I'm just kidding. Oh, okay. God. In 1900, this this has been, that's how long this has been happening. Uh, technically, this will be the 135th year. Mm-hmm. But in 1900, the New York Times referred to this annual blank as a superstition. Superstition. They used the word H-O-A-R-Y. Have you ever Ooh. used that word? H-O-A-R. Oh. I mean, not in the context they use it in. I've never even, I don't think it's even spelled like that when you're using it in any context. H-O-A-R-Y? I also like how careful, careful you're being after the Christmas show to not just hop in there with a word that you think... <laughs> Is right. It or what means was it? That old sounds fun. And trite. Old and trite. Old and trite. So I can't wait to get, I can't wait to just sit on the front porch being all hoary, just drinking yeah. a cup of coffee when I'm 80 years old. Yeah, that's it. That's it. So <sighs> 135 years this has been going on. It's snowing this year in Pennsylvania, which is a real situation, apparently. Yeah, look around. Oh, wow. I don't think there's shadows coming. Right. Well, I mean, who can know? It's cold. Anyway, that's the big deal about today. But I think you also had a question about That Sounds Fun, the book that also releases today. I mean, at this point, it's a distant second. It's a distant <laughs> third. We got I, Sally I celebrating a- <laughs> some birthday. That's right. Some other relatives who we're not going to name, who we also think are great. We've got yeah. Punxsutawney Phil with, yep. the for- with the foregone conclusion. And then also now, yeah, your book. And then That Sounds Fun. Yeah, for sure. Um, That Sounds Fun, the book. Congratulations. Thanks. I'm so excited. Oh my gosh. I'm so excited. Today's finally here. I can't wait for people to start getting them. Oh my gosh. I'm just so excited. So people who have pre-ordered, like, I don't want to mess this up. People will get this in their hands today. Is that how it works? I mean, it depends on how fast Amazon ships them, but yes. Generally. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Generally, what happens is whatever the street date is, is what it's called. And today's street date, Uh, it's February 2nd, obviously. mm -hmm. And, uh, the street date is the day that they start shipping. Now, Barnes and Noble got a little um, ants in their pants about it, and they sent some books last week <laughs> and went ahead and put them in some stores last week. But Amazon, which is where the majority of people order books, and local bookstores will start shipping them this week. So you really, it really goes wide today. Like, yeah, like today's the day that every all of our friends listening, you, me, everybody can just go to Amazon and hit order and it'll show up tomorrow if you have Prime. Wild. That's wild. Okay. It's really wild. I mean, it's I'll tell you the wildest part. Uh, Christy Knuckles and I just had this conversation because her first book is coming out. And, and she came into the podcast studio to do an interview for this month. And I had the first copy of the book she'd ever held. And so she had this really beautiful moment, like holding her book for the first time. And the funniest thing that happens is you work on a book for years, you edit it. It's just a document in your computer. You edit it, then you print it out. And then it's like a, 
it's like a spiral bound thing you do at Kinko's, right? Or at the FedEx yeah. store or whatever. Yeah. And then you're like, I just want to touch one. And then one comes in and you're like, here it is. And then there's seven boxes of them, you know? I, it's like I, all of a sudden that you have all of them and you had none of them. It's the wildest part of this. I cannot imagine. I can't yeah. imagine. But I can't also imagine... Any like when I read the book last weekend, which was the perfect weekend because we all had my big boohoo session about me falling my running thing. Yes. And I hurt my knee. And so I was like, I was already going to read it. And now I'm like, okay, I'm laid up. So I've got some football on, uh, you know, Sunday and I've got your book. And I read it this during the weekend. And it really struck me how much of a commitment it is. And I don't know why it's different. And tell me if it feels different to you. But uh-huh. to put these stories on paper versus on a podcast, because I've heard like little snippets of parts of your life, like like the on-site chapter. Yeah. Y- y- I've like, you and I have like brushed over what on-site was like. But like in this chapter, I mean, like the on-site chapter, it was really, uh, it was like m- moving and deep and also mm. personal. I was like, yeah. as your podcast producer, I was like, do we need to edit this? I'm like, no, this is on paper. You meant to put this there. Like, yeah, how did, yeah. how did, would you, so what I'm, I guess what I'm asking is, is like, what does it feel like to have the depth of that, uh, that level of like, like inner monologue out into the world? Yeah. Do, you, do you know what I'm asking? Yeah, totally. <laughs> like, it's well, so brave starters, is what I'm saying. Thank you for it's, reading it. That's so nice. When my friends read it, it like means so much to me. So thank you for reading oh, it. Oh, it's really good. It was um, very, thanks. <laughs> thanks. I, Thank I you. said that I like agree. I was surprised and I apologize. No, I you wasn't can't surprised. be surprised. You can always be surprised when a book no, is I wasn't different or better than you think it is. No. Um, yeah, I mean, so for me, part of my job on this planet is to tell my stories. Yeah. And so so when you feel, I'm very slow to use the word that God calls us to things, but I do mm-hmm. feel very invited and very, he made me this way in a lot of ways. And so when I feel called to do something, it's a little bit easier than if you're just doing it because you want to do it or because it feels like the right thing to do. So that's part of it. The other part is the onsite chapter. I went to onsite in January of 18. No, I know. Yes. And so, and so for me, I lived it for a year and then I wrote it for a year and then I edited it. And so that's one of the chapters that I have a lot of the chapters they stretch from just about that point to summer of, or to October of 2020, right? Like, I mean, we, I was writing till the very last minute that I could because of the pandemic. And because I wanted to make sure that a book called that sounds fun held up in a pandemic, you know, I was curious. No, I interrupted. Go please. No, but come back to that. Cause I do. So anyway, um, distance helps, you know, what to write and what to share. And because I'm, I couldn't write about on site the week I got back. I wouldn't have known how to have the language or the tools or the perspective. Um, But once I knew it was part of the bigger story that I wanted to tell with that sounds fun and how much I love on site, how much I feel like it has given me tools and language to be healthier than I've ever been. I wanted to include it, but just like with my counseling appointments, I talk about counseling a lot. I don't talk about what I do in counseling. And I didn't talk a ton about what I worked on at Onsite. I did talk about the genesis that got me there. And I talked about some of my hopes when I was leaving. But I didn't talk about like in my Wednesday session, you know. Um, So It was just more than I had heard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. So in your learning, yes. 
Yeah, am I learning learning how to balance? Everybody has a public life. If you have one social media thing, if you walk outside of your house, you have a public life. Uh, the far opposite of that spectrum is a secret life. And I don't think any of us should have a secret life except things with the Lord. Like there's nothing in my life that someone doesn't know. Um, and so like even Oreo stuff, right? Like, you know, Oreo stuff Mm -hmm. and how I, how I can't keep Oreos in my house. Yeah. Uh, and so there's nothing that no one knows, but then in between that is your private life and your personal life. And balancing what's personal that is vulnerable to share and what's private that no one gets is the challenge. And so, but also remember, I have an editor who read it. I had three friends who read it ahead of time before I even turned it into my editor. I, everyone who's in the book, (laughs) except you, but you say you're not in it, but I don't remember. No, I'm not in it, but I don't care. But I, (laughs) I was also like, when I finished the last page, I was like, Jenna did not miss something. Ah, Jenna is the nicest person. I was like, I don't think I got that email. Keep going. Yes. So, um, so having all those people walk in it with me, it's not like it went from my computer to Amazon. Totally. You know, there's there's probably 15 people who read it between my computer and Amazon and mm-hmm. m- multiple of them said, hey, you didn't finish that story. And I know it feels hard, but you need to finish it. Or, hey, I, I don't think you need to tell all of that. So and yeah. after the pandemic, people said, hey, and I agreed there was a whole chapter we tossed that I was yeah. like, that's not true anymore. That was that that was true when there wasn't a pandemic. But when you live through a pandemic, that that was that was back then. And, and that doesn't ring true anymore. And we added a whole chapter about being in your home for months, you know? So that, that helps having other people read it. Well, and and I, I, that question was not to say like, how did you do this book of TMI? Like it wasn't that at all. It was just like, most of us don't have books that like, most of us tell our circle of five people yeah. this stuff. And I just thought that there was something so incredibly brave about even the filters that it went through, oh, right? Thanks. Even even the fact that it's like people read it and you send it to friends and your pr- public and private life and all of those things that you cultivate really well. Thanks. There's still a, a depth of you in this book that was like, really impressive and it was like you you did that for the sake of us being able to see ourselves in your story not that we would have the same story like not that we went to onsite or we have Mm -hmm. the same Mm -hmm. medical condition but we understand the principle and that's what really got me about that book because i never knew that that sounds fun Mm. and i'm sorry if i missed it was actually uh it wasn't just um I mean, it started with you saying like, oh, that sounds fun and starting a podcast. But the idea of fun is actually like a deeper metaphor, which I don't want to spill. But like, can you talk about that metaphor? Because that's what I was not expecting. and I've never heard from you. Yeah, I mean, that that really is the center of why this became more than just a podcast and more than just a book is the more conversations I had about it, the more I realized that there's something deeper going on when we're looking for fun. Mm-hmm. And um, that's a very good question, by the way. We didn't prep this at all. That's a very profound question that I no, don't think anyone's asked me. And I've done probably a hundred interviews and I don't think anyone's asked me that. This is weird being in interview mode with you, but I also am like, I want to ask you these questions and we're going to record yeah. it. Yeah, and you're, I just but you're read not this... doing it in your um, new activist voice. Oh, do you want me to? No. I'll do that. <laughs> I mean, I can turn that on. 
I just don't know if the audience can handle it. <laughs> no, no, no. You, I mean, if you want to, you can. Um, but I, um, uh, to me, the the analogy or the what do you call it? Uh, Metaphor. I don't. Hori. Oh boy. Sorry. Uh, the- <laughs> so- <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, the I'm not mature enough. The metaphor or whatever you whatever the word is you used yeah. is is that when we're looking for fun, we're not actually just looking for fun, we're looking for home and we're looking for safety and we're looking for release, not in an escapism way, but in a can I go back to being the kid I used to be way. And uh. and the problem with that and the reality we have to come to with that is you can't. <laughs> like hmm. you can't. I've said this a lot, but they're just there actually isn't a pot of gold at the end of the rainbow. Like we we talk about that and we act like that and we act like we can get to the end and there is no pot of gold like that. You can't, there are things that aren't possible. And one of the things that isn't possible is going back to being a kid on the days that it was the best and the most safe for you to be a kid. But Oof. what we can't, I know. And, and, and the <laughs> only way we actually step into genuine fun and step into genuine release is to acknowledge that. And to go, I actually, I actually can't go back to when I didn't know what I know now. I call mm-hmm. it in the book, the understanding, like yeah. you can't go back to before you had the understanding, mm-hmm. but you can take pieces of that childhood life in those simpler times and bring them into today in hopes that that part of us that scripture says is uh, eternity is set in the hearts of men and women, like eternity is set in our hearts. So if we can go back to some of the things we loved as kids and bring them into today, it's actually grabbing hold of a piece of eternity, I think. Hi, friends. We're just interrupting this conversation to keep talking about our childhood experiences and how we are shaped by how we grew up. It's just amazing. With your with KiwiCo subscription, you and your child, or just you, like me, can get everything you need to create an unforgettable moment shipped right to your door. They're fun and innovative crates, provide engaging science and art projects for kids of all ages, for trailblazing toddlers to more experienced explorers in every stage in between, including kids at heart like me. So it, I just absolutely love KiwiCo and it's a great way to make memories with your kids. Annie, I was not even thinking about this angle when you just said that, but it is totally true. You open it up and it's like playing with a toy. Like when was the last yeah. time you just sat down and played with your blocks? And yeah. But it's a toy that does something. We just got a, we just got one in the mail the other day. It's a pencil sharpener, but like an actual electric pencil sharpener. And it's for, I think it says 14 and up, but all of us just got on the floor and did it uh-uh. together. And it was just And this you made super, a pencil sharpener? Annie, we made a pencil sharp. Like you put a pencil on the top and it sharpens it. Like you put double A batteries in, you wire it up. And I thought this is going to be way too hard. We loved it. And so it's just one of those things where the value of, okay, cool. We got a pencil sharpener, but the value of just laying on the carpet together and putting something together and learning and trying to figure it out and understanding how wiring works. And it's just, I can't say enough good things about KiwiCo and it's just fun it's i mean it's just fun right <laughs> like it's we're really looking for fun, fun. it's yeah. just fun that's right kiwico yeah. is redefining learning with hands-on projects that build confidence creativity and critical thinking skills in eddie's children and eddie <laughs> and me <laughs> there's something for every kid or kid at heart at kiwico so get 30 percent off you guys 30 percent off your first month plus free shipping on any crate line with the code keep talking at kiwico.com that's 30% off, three, zero. 30% off your first month with KiwiCo, K-I-W-I-C-O.com. And the promo code is keep talking. 
Annie, that story of you sitting at your grandparents' house snapping mm. peas yeah. was, uh, well, first of all, it was crazy because I have a picture that I just ran across yesterday where it's my grandparents' house in North Carolina, and oh, I would wow. sit on their porch and snap peas. And so uh-huh. it was like a it was like a one-for-one one <gasps> remembering the sweetest time of my life, but then also remembering that the last time we went up to North Carolina, and it was like within the last year, yeah, we went and tried to find that house. And we did. And of course, it's owned by someone else and it's yes. just painted differently and it's just gone. Yes. Right? Like, yes. and you realize, like, I can't find that. And yes. so that's the question Do you know I had. That is, House That yeah. Built Me song by uh, Tom Douglas wrote it, but uh, Miranda Lambert sings it. Oh, no. Oh, it is. You need to listen to it. It's brutal. Okay, I will. But it, it is that feel of like she goes back to the house where she grew up and just says like, hey, can I just be here for a minute? Because this is the house that built me. And yeah. and that was that was a really sweet song until my parents moved out of the house I grew up in. And now it's right. like a, it's it's that feeling you have. I had another friend yesterday just tell me she Marco Polo'd me and was and was really sad and was saying my childhood home that we have not owned in years, like multiple people have owned it since we owned it is on sale again. It's for sale. And she was like, why does this happen every time? Like, why do I feel this again? And it's States away. It's not even the state where I live. And, and it is because there is something to that. None of us had perfect childhoods. None of us have perfect memories in our homes, but there's something to some of these places that we've lived that feels really profound to us and and places like our grandparents' house or our elementary school. They tore down my elementary school that my mom and I had both gone to and my grandfather like helped put in the first bathrooms that were inside. He like helped be a part of that and build that. And I I remember thinking, I wish they wouldn't do this. I know. And but you can't control that. It's the Cobb County decided they wanted to tear down Blackwell Elementary School. Fine. Cobb County. Come on, but, Tom. So here's the question, though, because there for, there's me and my Enneagramness that wants to sit in that, right? And be. Right. So, and part of it that I think that you give permission for people to do in the book is like there yeah. is just a certain morning that you cannot recapture that. No matter how hard you try, no matter what you do, you're not going back to that porch. Like yep. that, that actual place can't happen. Yeah. But there is part of it that's like, pulling and you kind of talked about it for a second but the 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 pulling of that from your history into the present and that's the like how do you how do i do that how do you do that how did you how did you pull some of that little like little girl annie all that you cared about was just hanging out with your family and you know reading books and being a little girl like how do you pull that into an adult where you like own a business and have real stress and life yeah. and all of that stuff. Yeah. I mean, I think it's both. I think it's not, it, that's a, another really great question. Um, Please. Is, I'm leaving this all in. Cause I know your dad loves that and he's going to yeah, be so proud of me. Yes, so yes, yes, Mr. Yes, F Downs, you're welcome. I'm rocking dad's this interview. Really pl- proud of you already. <laughs> um, part of that is doing what you said of acknowledging that like, yeah, I'm not seven and I'm not on the porch with my grandmother, my mom, and we're not snapping beans and I'm not able to think about nothing. And, mm-hmm. um, And the other side is going, okay, when I was that age, what did I love? And that really is like one of the fun things, Eddie, is when I'm doing some of these interviews and talking about the talking about the book with other podcasters or TV or radio or whatever, I sometimes get to fun coach people. (laughs) And do you want me to do that to you? Can I fun coach you? I think so. Does that stress you out? 
I don't know. Let's do okay. it. I so mean, you're my real friend. this is how you do it. This is, you asked me, how do you pull that into your today life? Mm-hmm. So here's what I would, now also I would say, well, I won't, I won't answer that for you. I'll ask you, do you feel like you already have fun in your life? I do. Yeah. Yes. Not, that's not my default posture. And I don't think anybody would peg me as fun as an adjective, but I do feel fun. Yes. And I agree with you. And I think you have built a life and you've raised kids who also really enjoy fun. And so (laughs) y'all don't, it's not like you're going from zero to 100 here. Right. Uh, But there are people who would say, my life is not fun at all. I have no fun. Um, So Eddie, my question for you is, when you were in like third grade on a Saturday, Mm -hmm. what would you do? Yeah, get on get on my bike and ride. I mean, it would just with be... Uncle Jimmy or by yourself. Uh, Uncle Jimmy's pretty young when I'm in third grade, so he's okay. like a little. He's like seven years younger than me. So it's it. me ride my bike, friend's house, d- just seeing the world. I would just ex- explore, explore. It was like the '80s were a different time. So yeah, or maybe they weren't. But either way, I had like I would just leave in the morning and be gone until it was almost dark and just explore the world. And sometimes I'm with friends and sometimes I'm with not, it was not, but that was, that was a good fun, but I would come home just completely trashed. I remember every square inch of that bike. It had uh-huh. like a, a checkerboard on it, like everything in the eighties oh, did yeah, of course. gold and black checkerboard. And that would yeah. be, that's a good Saturday. Um, why did you love exploring so much? Uh, Part of it was because, I mean, the deep into the psychology is because I didn't always want to be home. And mm-hmm. so that's our, that's a part of it was just I wasn't home. But part of it was I just like to see what's over there. Yeah, I like to see what's around there. If I have a, you know, the quarantine, the big the big loss of quarantine is like I've, it's a year plus of I have not gotten to go to X, Y, Z place. Yeah. So I just well, like seeing what's around the corner. That's that's a worldwide problem is that yes. everyone has lost their ability to do that. But what totally. I actually hear you saying is when you said, I like seeing what's around the corner, I like seeing what's over there. You actually do that with what you read and with what you watch. Hmm. Right? Yeah. Oh, that's so, true. <laughs> so you really are actually still doing exactly what you did as a kid. It's just shape shifted. Huh. And and you have also built a home that you like being in. Totally. Yeah, I would like to be here. Yeah, I'm very comfortable right. being right. Yeah, quarantined. Right. Okay. So you're That was fun. a little too real, Annie. You've actually you actually have it everywhere. The thing I would challenge you to do is start saying, if I know I love exploring where I haven't been before, what does that look like to keep doing that in my health journey, in my reading journey, in my watching journey, in my um, in my relationship journey, and wherever we move next? Like, mm. what does it what does it look like just with restaurants to to go places you've never been before, even in mm. a lockdown? Well, and I will say to that, I mean, it's such a astute reflection that you just did but i mean that's part of what i have always loved most about being married to brianne is because she is predicated on adventure like Mm. she is just she already did by the time i met her and she had been through high school she'd already done and seen more of the world than i still have Mm. and she's just gonna do stuff that's cool and i there's a part of it that is i have learned 
that fullness, that full expression of what actually makes me happy. Like I've learned how to do that adventure because I've been in some ways just copying her. <laughs> like, yeah, don't don't stay home. Go do a thing. And realizing like that wakes me up in a really um in a really real way. Like that is well, I, really and fun. And I totally believe you. I believe you that that's one of the things that attracted you to Brie and keeps mm-hmm. you interested in learning each other. Mm-hmm. Also, remember that that was who you were already. Totally. I'm saying it's like she tapped into something very default in That's me. right. That's right. There was like a, oh, yes, this was, I did, I may not have had the tools to know how to, I didn't know how to do this quite yet as a college student yes. when I met her, but she did. But yes, totally. And the thing Annie. you also should remember is not everyone feels what you feel. I don't feel that way about adventure. That's not fun. That is not what totally. I would label, label as fun for me. But right. I will not judge your fun. That is your fun. And so- what the way to up your fun in the life you already have is to start calling those moments what they are like, oh, this is me. When I picked up that book about a thing I don't know, this is me pulling that thing from my childhood into my adult life so that I can have fun. Jeez. Right? Jeez. It's not your, it's not you too, Will. I mean, this is like Goodwill hunting. <laughs> not you, Will. It's not your fault. <laughs> I mean, no, no, no. but you, I, I get to do this and everybody can do this without me. After you read the book, all you have to do is start thinking through some of those same places and some of those same things and ask yourself the same questions. What did you do on a Saturday in third grade and why? And keep asking yourself why until you have the answer. You may have to why five times. Well, why? Well, okay. Well, because I like to adventure. Well, why? I like being outside. Well, why? Because I like the breeze. Yeah. You know, you just have to keep yeah. going until you know. The other thing that got me about the book that is exactly connected to this now, that I don't know if you talked about it explicitly, but I began to think about how you were really digging into like what you just walked through with me uh-huh. of like fun isn't just like glitter bombs and the whatever the summer Pegasus. I, I don't mm. know what that is. That is fun, but it's also like, that is that is an expression of a very much a much deeper concept of what it means like fun looks like and you yeah. you kind of like really that's what i was really not expecting i just didn't know that and so that was the thing i like found myself chewing on for the week after was like oh fun is more than just how i would ex- define the expression of like it's yeah. fun to do this it's the deep why of it was yeah but um the connection between fun and funny, which I had never considered how fun really is the root of funny. And you and I just appreciate funny so much. And yes. so much of our friendship has been built on pure just laughing. Yep, that's right. But it kind of is that, isn't it? Isn't it just when you get a good laugh, it's just that momentary disappearing into Eden. It's just a perfect moment. Yes, that's exactly that, for us, for us, not yes, for everybody. Yes, yes, yes. But for us, yeah, that does for me that that genuine like when I laughed like when like you'd mentioned it earlier when you and I were on that sounds fun at the end of 2020 and we kept I kept saying the wrong word and you and yeah. I were laughing so hard we couldn't breathe like that those moments are such a gift to me and such a reminder to me and my dad's funny you know like so Mr. F Downs is funny and oh, so we know. my <laughs> growing up involved my childhood involved a lot of laughter. And so yeah. when I do that as an adult, it reminds me. 
And it, mm. it goes back to that place. And so, but not everybody feels that way about being funny. Some people have way more fun sitting in a lecture where they're learning than they would in a comedy club where they're laughing. Fine. That's fine. Yeah. But yeah, for me, there's a real deep connection with humor. Okay. So we have to, I just realized I have like 11 more things to ask you. Oh boy. But okay. here's the, here, but well, no, I want to be good on time. But I do want to ask this because you, in all of your storytelling, mm-hmm. it it's not necessarily to me the story that hit me. It was what you said earlier that you've had a year to think about it and you've processed it. So like the mm-hmm. story about the dog, which was like yeah. really sad. So yeah. the very short version, and I'm sure friends that are listening know. No, nobody knows heard- if you didn't read the book. I never oh, talked really? about it. Yeah. Oh, really? I just yeah. knew because being oh yeah, interesting. Yeah, because I so, sent you pictures when it was happening. Yeah. <laughs> oh, okay. I didn't know if this was public or just us, but uh-uh. okay. So, I won't. I don't want to give anything away. But there's a there's a story about you getting a dog, and yeah. then for like, oh, you got you're allergic. And to I it. don't give, still have a dog, right? And you still don't have a dog, right. and you don't still have the dog, and it's this really bummer story. And I'm reading it, going like, how do you throw a story like this in the middle of a book about? Uh, fun and in the middle of a section about falling in love because I really was like how is this couched in there but then the lens with which you resolved that and it's not really resolved no I'd say the resolved like the lens with which you process that on our behalf Mm -hmm. but what it meant in you like the importance of falling in love and feeling love yeah um I guess the question I was like thank goodness she did that but I guess the question I have is when we're done with your book and we're trying to process our own life. Mm-hmm. How, how do we do that? How do we do what you did for us in those chapters, which is take something that doesn't seem like fun, but find the not silver lining, but the intrinsic value in it. Yeah. Right. Like what's the lesson here? Yeah. Does that make I'm, sense? That yes. was a long mealy question that I would no. normally edit, but I'm not going to. Don't. But do you know what I'm saying? Go. Um. Yes. That, that's, here's how you do that is you pay attention to what breaks your heart and you go, why did that? Why did that? Why can't I get okay after that happened? After a person left or a person passes away or an opportunity goes or a job ends or uh, someone else gets something that you want. You have to sit with yourself and say, I mean, in the end, the whole book of that sounds fun is a, uh, is an invitation to ask yourself why about everything. You know, and so so when you're trying to figure out why your heart is broken, it's because, as the subtitle says, there is power in falling in love and you something has changed in you if you've fallen in love at all in any way. It's why breakups are brutal. It's why losses that are not death are still brutal. Um, Death is its own thing, but there's a reason all that is really painful And it's because love is a really powerful force and you get this option to either not love at all and shut yourself off to that or to risk having your heart broken every time, every time. Hmm. And, and so that's, I mean, I would say the way you process some of these things that I experienced that you have a connection with is to pay attention to what made you cry and figure out why. Hmm. And then you got to tell people, right? Like you need to talk right. to a counselor or your your spouse or your best friends. Or I, I didn't process that all by myself. Even in the book, I talk about how Pastor Kevin was a major part of me understanding why that whole thing mattered so much. 
Hmm. Yes. He was very sweet. That yeah. was a real, I won't, again, I, you need to just read the resolve, but his warmth, his real pastoral warmth in that yeah. moment was about a dog. Very, yeah. About a dog. But which, which, right? Even you saying it is like there's the inherent minimalization, like about a dog, but like, yeah. no, 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 no. It was it about was, love lost. That's right. It's, it is, it will go down in my history as one of the more profound uh, understandings of love I've had so far. Which is beautiful. Yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm thankful. Yeah. Helen. Helen F. Downs, man. <laughs> One of the great dog names. I of know. All time. I love great? adult names for dogs. I do too. I, I laughed so hard when my little mini BFF, Xana, said it. I was like, 100%. And there will be times, Eddie, where Xana or her brothers will just be like sitting at dinner and she'll say, I miss Helen. <laughs> I'll be like, me too, Xana. Yeah. I get I know, it. I know. Yeah, yeah, I get it. I mean, it. it's really sweet. Do you know that we have already pre-named our next dog if we ever got one? Because no. we've thought of the funniest dog name on earth. Oh, will you tell it? Yeah, it's Waffles. Oh, <laughs> I, that's a great dog name. But but now say it with the last name. Waffles Coffles. <laughs> that sounds fun. Oh, of course you did. <laughs> Waffles Coffles. I did not come up with that, but that is whoever. I forget who it was. It feels like Waffles, Lucy Brienne. Coffles. Waffles Coffles. I mean, There's that a lot is... of people. Any of the women in your house could have come up with that. That's That feels oh, real for everybody. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's true. That is so um, funny. Waffles Coffles. Um, Annie, that thanks for really letting me just ask questions about the book. Thanks, uh, for, thanks I'm just, for wanting to. I mean it. And thanks for reading just, it. My gosh. I'm so proud of you. the world. You really did it. I'm really proud of you. This was... Uh, this was a labor of love for us, and I was not expecting. I don't know what I was expecting, but I wasn't. I it was very deep. It was very deep, but at the same time, it helped me understand fun in a way that I was not expecting to learn something about that word. It seems like such a simple word that never gets deconstructed, and you really yeah. did it. And I just thought so. I. Everybody knows how to get the book, right? People know. Like, just what's yeah, the best way? Today. What's the best way for an author to write a to buy a book? Like, yeah, website, I mean, it, Amazon. It, yeah, anywhere. Your favorite local bookstore is always my first stop. So mm-hmm. here in Nashville, Parnassus has a bunch of copies. And um, also, the thing we haven't really talked about that I will tell you is there's an exclusive version at Target. And so if you go to your Target, they have a copy there that has some an additional letter from me in the back and some journaling pages and access to like a really beautiful downloadable print. And so you can go to Target today. It's there. You can. And it's really fun that Target has like a display and all sorts of fun stuff. if somebody's in the Target in Gainesville, tweet us a picture. I would be very excited. Oh, yeah. If anybody, I haven't seen it at Target yet either. So if anybody oh, sees rem- it at Target, send me a photo. I'm going this week, your last but book not today. At Target. It's yeah. wild to see a book at Target. It's there's wild. something realized about having a product with your name yeah. on it in Target. It's Every wild. place is special, but there's something weird because like you walk through Target. Yeah. You're uh-huh. like, you were there anyway to pick up a new anyway, you know, pack right. of undershirts. And you're like, hey. <laughs> Hey, that's my friend. Hey, I know that lady. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Um, so you can get it at your favorite local Target, your favorite local bookstore. Amazon has them. Amazon has the most. So if an, someone else sells out, Amazon will not. Yeah, yeah. So. I have one. So if you're around, you can. <laughs> if, you're, uh, if you're on my street, right. I'll let you borrow it for a day. That's right. That's exactly right. Yep. Um, Eddie, great show. Thank you for um, asking all those really thoughtful questions. It has me in a really sweet headspace going into today. Oh, 
Well, I am just proud to know you, proud of you for writing the book, and thank you on behalf Thanks. of those of us that got to read it. Like this was this was for us. I, maybe it was for you, but this now for us, and I really appreciate it. So, Thanks, buddy. I hope people buy that. Sounds fun. I they really, of course, they will. If they're listening to this, this is this is fish in a barrel right here. Like, yeah, these are these are people that have read yeah. it, and I'm. If you just, haven't bought it yet, today's the day. This is the week, and tell your friends. That would mean a lot. So, and hopefully, you see your shadow. That's right. Or we hope you don't. see your shadow today. No, we hope you I, don't see your shadow today. Oh, but, all right. but really, there's a 100% chance that it's 30% accurate. So <laughs> who cares? Right, that's right. Everything's uh, arbitrary. <laughs> you know what sounds fun? Weather forecasts. <laughs> oh, Lord. Science. All right, friends, y'all have a great week. We'll see you back here on Friday. Go wash your hands. Oh, this is a late show. Sorry. Bye, buddies. Bye, bye, bye. <laughs> <laughs>